Welcome to Shared Insights, the podcast from BA Insight. My name is Pete Wright, and I am joined today by a new voice to the show, Tony Malandain, sitting in for Jeff. Tony is one of our original co-founders here at BA Insight and oversees product development. Tony, welcome to Shared Insights. Thank you for having me. Uh, Jeff and I have spoken a bit about cloud hybrid search on this show in the past, and as an unrepentant search nerd, his words... He has made what I have to say is a solid case. I'm hoping that our listeners by now uh, are of the mind that they need to investigate and, and exercise their curiosity at a very minimum. Here's what I'm hoping you will share with us today. From the perspective of our listeners who are thinking about any sort of migration and the complexity that comes with it, we, we have to address this value proposition of that overcoming obstacles, migration obstacles, can provide. So I have a couple of points I'm hoping you'll help us address. First, help us understand why cloud hybrid search matters today. And two, can you define some of these key obstacles or gotchas in your view and how you are helping your customers to overcome them? I can do that for sure. Excellent. Let's dig in. Why why does cloud hybrid search matter to us today? The, the cloud hybrid search is is very interesting because it gives you a, a path to migrate to SharePoint Online. If you already have SharePoint on premise and you've deployed already, you know, many farms or a site site collections and you have lots of content, then looking at SharePoint Online may be attractive to you, but then you have all of that content on premise that you got to figure out what to do with that. Do you want to migrate that? Do you want to uh, leave that on premise? It just it can become quickly a headache in terms of getting enough information online for your users to to find it useful. And the good benefit from the the cloud hybrid search is that you can make all of your content on premise searchable from SharePoint Online, so that the, your users can be directly operational online, and they can search all information without even having to worry about whether the content is on-premise or online. So that that's really is a, a strong accelerator to, to go into online. So the, the way you talk about it, that cloud hybrid search is, is a transitional period for us, right? That ultimately, the, the key players want to solve the problems of, uh, of security and accessibility so that eventually we're moving to the cloud. Am I, am I stating that right? I think you have both. You have definitely uh, people moving more to the cloud, but people they would also want to to keep a, an on-premise footprint. Like if you have some sensitive sensitive content, um, you'll probably would want to keep that content on-premise, but you may still want to be able to search in from the cloud. And for content that is um, more more general in purpose, then you can have that cloud hosted if you want to, and and can get the best of both worlds. So it's it's definitely an accelerator to help you take advantage of the Office 365 and, and the cloud, but it doesn't uh, it doesn't mean you have to fully move to the cloud. You can you can continue your footprint on premise as well if you want to, and use the the hybrid search as a as a bridge basically between between your workload on premise and your workload in the in the cloud. So what's what's the kind of scale that we're talking about that that you know shared hybrid search? I mean, when do we run into limits? Are we talking about uh, you know an improvement in accessibility here? Yeah, in terms of limit, there is um, this is something to know with, with the, the the cloud is uh, you can index pretty much right now with the cloud um, the uh, cloud hybrid search. I'm sorry, you can index up to 20 or 25 million uh, items, but it's really essentially based on how much footprint you have in in the SharePoint Online. So if you have a lot of content that you want to index in SharePoint premise, 
uh, from from your on-premise world, basically with SharePoint Online, then then you have to be aware that the there may be a li- uh, limitation due to licensing with with SharePoint. And and the easier way to work that out is essentially you have ways to either buy more seats, more storage in SharePoint Online, and if you do either of those, then you will get more uh, you will gain the ability to index more content with push up on online and, and and make sure all of that content is searchable so how does ba insight work with cloud hybrid search today what does your work look like our um, our product line is basically working working pretty well with with the cloud hybrid search all our connectivity all of our connectors um, work with the cloud hybrid search the same way that they would work with ship on premise so any any content that you have on premise today whether it's a document or environments or it's a FileNet or LiveLink or, or whatever have you, you have, basically you can index those and make that content searchable online by combining our, our connectors and the cloud hybrid search. Um, and on top of that, we also work with all the products, auto classifiers and previews. They work also with the SharePoint Online and the cloud hybrid search. So the, you can benefit from the whole technology stack or, or whole technology stack and whether you are on-premise or online, you can still take advantage of those tools and, and create a great search experience for your users. About how long has it taken you to get to the point where you can say that, that all of your connectivity tools your, uh, and everything is, is working now with cloud hybrid search? This has been, this has been a, a, a big process, yes? Yeah, there was there's definitely some work. We we were involved with um, with SharePoint with Microsoft basically uh, pretty early on as soon as they they had that project going on for the, the cloud hybrid search basically. So we've been working a lot on those. Um, the 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 beauty of the, the the design that we have for for the connectivity tool is definitely that our connectors are really care about the source systems that you're indexing, but uh, but after that, it's a framework that that talks to SharePoint or that talks to the cloud hybrid search. So all of our tools were almost ready to be compatible with the cloud hybrid search, and we just had to to modify how to talk to the cloud hybrid search as opposed to modifying to uh, talking to SharePoint on premise, basically. Okay. All right. So this is this is all why cloud hybrid search matters to us today. Let's let's talk about the things that that can get in your way, the gotchas or the obstacles. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that is uh, I think it was an interesting uh, experience for us because conceptually. The cloud hybrid search is, is really easy to understand. You have either your search index on premise or you put it in the cloud. If you put it in the cloud, then you don't really have to worry about indexing. You don't have to worry about the size and, and you know keeping those servers up and running. The only thing you care about is making sure that you index the right content. Uh, but when we actually went and and, uh, and started doing uh, implementations uh, on on the cloud hybrid search, then then we started seeing those little differences between uh, between what you have on premise and what you have in the cloud, and and those are interesting and important to to look at for in terms of will you have a successful implementation. A um, couple of examples. So you have the extensibility aspect of things, for example, where uh, the, the the extensibility points, the uh, ability to feed SharePoint on premise or to modify the content that you're indexing with SharePoint on premise, not all of that is actually transferable to uh, SharePoint Online. Um, another example with that is um, the, the the cloud hybrid search is still a, a fairly young um, functionality and fairly young feature added to to the whole SharePoint stack, and some of the um, administration points basically. Uh, can be a little um, confusing or a little um, 
on the side of what you would expect if your family were shop on on-premise, basically. So that's the kind of things that you need to pay attention to to know what, what is doable and what is not doable or where or how to do it, basically. Well, one of these uh, examples I know is around Active Directory. Uh, but can you talk a little bit about the some of the, the security lessons you've learned in, in working on, on yes. in this area? Yeah, yeah. This one is, uh, I think, was was pretty interesting, um, especially with SharePoint on premise and SharePoint 2013. Uh, Microsoft was pushing for for the claims, uh, claim based authentications, and uh, federated identity providers, and and that kind of new generation of uh, identity management tools. Um, and and it's working pretty well with with 2013. Now, when you do cloud SSA, though, um, the only kind of information that you can index with with the cloud SSA is information that is secured with um, AD uh, users and groups, basically. So if you have content that lives into a, uh, a documentum or a live link, for example, or if you have content that lives into a system that, that does not rely on AD for security, then, then you won't be able to push that content with the cloud SSA because the cloud doesn't support claims. So you cannot secure that content in a way that would would return um, secure results in, in SharePoint Online. That kind of limitations can be worked around. And actually, we do provide in our product, in our connector product, we do provide the ability to, uh, to resolve the security problem even if your systems don't have an AD-based security. But natively, that's the kind of things that, that you need to, uh, to look at. Um, the other thing... Um, uh, maybe a, a, a variation of that problem, but a, a more like a um, practical variation of that. Um, if you have multiple SharePoint deployments in your uh, intranet, in your local network, and they are in different uh, domains, or they are in a domain that is not synchronized with your Office 365 tenancy, then you will face the same problem because those um, con- that content may be, may be AD-based, but Office 365 does not know about those AD users and groups, and therefore it cannot apply security properly. And and what you would expect is what what you will get at the end is basically documents that are indexed and seems to be indexed properly and seems to be uh, crawled properly without uh, without errors. But when you try to go and search for them, they're actually not available uh, for the users, and they're not available because the users, the security user groups, and 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 so on cannot be resolved. And, and those documents cannot be returned back in search results. For our listeners who are, are just jumping in on this episode, if you want to jump back to episode 13, we have a conversation specifically around search security with uh, BA Insight Solutions architect John Linker. It's another great conversation that dives a little bit more deeply into this subject uh, that, that you're getting into right now, uh, Tony. Uh, let's talk a little bit about administration. You already mentioned uh, that, that you know having to administer uh, hybrid can be more complicated. Yeah, a couple of examples there. Um, so when you when you use the cloud SSA, you will be able to schedule your content sources and your crawls in the cloud SSA, which is basically in, in a SharePoint environment on premise. But all the stuff that relates to um, managed properties and metadata is actually something that you have to do in the cloud. So you cannot just go in in the managed metadata, the metadata and managed properties, I'm sorry, and crawl properties that you're used to in your SSA on premise, you actually have to do that in the cloud because they're not synchronized with each other. So that's a bit of the counterintuitive part that I was talking about earlier, where the UI may still be there for the cloud SSF on premise, but it actually doesn't, doesn't do anything. It doesn't help you. You have to do that in, 
uh, in SharePoint Online. A um, couple of other examples, um, index reset or removing items from, um, from the index. That kind of functionality is available in SharePoint on-premise, but actually uh, up until a recent CU, it was actually misleading because that could actually break the connection between the Cloud SSA and SharePoint Online. Now, if you want to reset uh, the content that you indexed via your, your Cloud SSA, your um, hybrid search, uh, there's actually a script that you have to use, a PowerShell script. And, and if you want to remove items, it's the same thing. There are some PowerShell scripts. So that's that's the place where what I mentioned earlier is the, the features being a, a little young, there's still some some gotcha that you have to be aware of. And, and if you use the wrong tool, you may not get the expected results or you may actually cause some some problems to yourself. To this point about extensibility, I actually have two questions around third-party services too. Um, you know, so your comment about extensibility, we we need to talk about. But the other is about the ecosystem of how well uh, document providers, uh, you know, knowing who uh, the core audience is of BA Insight tools, um, you know, how well is the ecosystem adopting uh, cloud hybrid search and and supporting cloud hybrid search? So, it, can you take on both of those points? Yeah, yeah, I can try that. Um, so, in uh, in terms of um, the how well the ecosystem is is um, supporting those, you basically when it looks at when you look at the technology, you basically have two different approaches. You have that the, the BCS connectivity, and and you have the the protocol and handler connectivity. Those are extension points, basically. Um, if you use the protocol handler, uh, or if your 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 ecosystem is what is using protocol handler, then then that kind of functionality will continue to to operate and should continue to operate. Um, if you look at BCS, um, then it goes back to um, the the comment I was making earlier with regard to security and and how well um, that uh, the security mapping will will work. And if you use BCS and claims, that that's where you, you're going to get face some some challenges. So, with regard to extensibility, I think that that's where you, that's one of the points where you want to you want to be aware. Um, does the does your uh, your um, your solution basically use functionalities functionalities from SharePoint that are still available with the cloud hybrid search, or or do you have to to adjust that or to work with your partner for that? Uh, it's so much of what you are talking about here. I mean, you just you, you made a point just a few seconds ago about uh, you know the recent CU that actually it, you know made a fundamental change in the way some of these uh, some of the administration uh, actually is done inside of hybrid. Uh, it feels like we are right on the bleeding edge of the very latest thing that Microsoft is doing for us and and you know being able to connect with it uh, can be harrowing um, what is your sense of the the pace of change and the level of update that you are getting from Microsoft and and uh, that you are able to respond to in kind um, that that I think is where the um there's an interesting bridge to to the cloud. Is the cloud SSA is more is closer in in terms of development cycles, in terms of capabilities to what you would expect from from cloud products and offerings, than it is from the traditional on-prem software. So cloud SSA came through a, a community update with with Microsoft SharePoint 2013, and and it's being updated frequently uh, with with those community updates as well. So you have a much faster pace for new functionalities being added and new capabilities and, and issues being resolved 
through those cumulative updates. So it, uh, you will see a, uh, a faster iteration for Microsoft in terms of um, solving some of those problems I mentioned, improving the capabilities, offering new capabilities or features um, in with the, the cloud hybrid search, basically through through that um, cumulative update mechanism, uh, as opposed to just having a functionality that you have here in 2013 that, that also exists in 2016. And then the next major improvement would be with next version of SharePoint on-premise. On I think that, that that is not going to happen. What you, you will get is something that, you know, every few months gains more capabilities, gains more maturity and more functionalities, basically. How has that affected your release cycle? Um, it will make it a lot more interesting in terms of being able to keep up with that. It will make us basically take advantage of the functionalities as they get developed and not have to worry about um, is it SharePoint 2013, 2016, major releases and major changes? It will be a more fluid way also for us to take advantage of those functionalities and um, and uh, and make, the, make them uh, useful to our customers as well. This is fantastic. Uh, a, a great conversation, Tony. Thank you so much for your time. Anything that we have missed that you want to make sure you leave our, our listeners with today? I No, I think that we covered quite a lot there. There's definitely, um, as you mentioned earlier, there's definitely some previous podcasts and also a lot of resources that we've, we've published already on our blogs and, and our, uh, on our website. So if you're definitely interested with, with the cloud, as I say, just take a look at, at what we've published so far or even drop us a, an email. We'll, we'll be happy to help you with, with your questions and, and help you get, move forward. I will put links to both of those opportunities uh, around the Cloud SSA on the blog and the contact form. So you can just scroll down in your show notes right there on your mobile device and uh, and click right over and take advantage of those resources right now, uh, as long as you are not driving and you are being safe. So thank you very much, Tony Malandane, uh, for your time today. It's been a pleasure talking to you. I hope you will come back. I hope so, too. Thank you very much for <laughs> we'll, having us. We'll talk to the powers that be and make sure you're on the All guest right. list. <laughs> And thank you, everybody, for downloading and listening to the show. Don't forget you can subscribe for free in iTunes or Google Play, anywhere the finer podcasts are served. On behalf of Tony Melandane, I'm Pete Wright, and we'll talk to you next time right here on Shared Insights, the podcast from BA Insight.